Hello and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And I've been threatening to do a podcast with this title for over a year now because uh, the terminology round your edges has real word value for me and metaphorical word value for me and as you get to know me better you'll know that metaphors are us <laughs> and, and it's funny how it came about too because i think uh when you were writing one of your books i think it was the horse book and the editor was saying well you should name the book what you say the most and you said round the edges <laughs> and yeah that couldn't quite make it as the book title and yet it is what i say every single day and specifically, yes, when you're applying kinesiology tape, when you round your edges, it allows for a longer lasting application because square edges get caught on things and it's easier for the tape to lift off. So taking the time, the preparation time to round the edges and the time to apply those edges carefully and with forethought lends itself to a really good life lesson that we thought we'd chat with you about today. Because round your edges can go so many different directions. Uh, just think about your communication skills, round your edges. You know, Sometimes you can say things that could be a little edgy. <laughs> <laughs> and we already have these words in our vocabulary because they are pointed. And edgy and pointed are things that can be irritating and annoying. And so there are ways to take a look at your technique in everything that you do. Yeah. So you've got to be aware, first of all. It's always, it always comes down to awareness, doesn't it? Everything does. It really does. Because if you're not aware of the thing, the words that come out of your mouth and how you use them and the tonalities you put behind them, how do you know whether you're rounding your edges or not? Exactly. And the, the solution is in the recipe. And as anyone who cooks, not me, <laughs> knows that there's an individual tweaking that makes things work best. So how do we know how to round our edges has everything to do with what is the effect that you want and is what you're doing having too harsh, either a physical or other means of being uncomfortable. And those pointed edges, that edginess that Dave was talking about, has a lot more to do with disconnecting than it does with creating connections. Yeah, it has to do with circumstances, too, because certain things are best with a direct approach that could be maybe a little bit rougher, maybe a little more diff, maybe a little harder for some people to hear. So that's where the rounding of the edges comes in. Yeah, there's, there's a different way to say it. There's a way to be heard. So in, in that kind of communication, if you're a trainer and you're often, you know, you're, you're intending to give your student a correction, 
there are ways to do it that allow that application to stick better. Ooh, metaphors Ooh, are metaphor. us. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a criticism or a critique? That well, depends on how you round your edges. It depends on how you round your edges. Because we're not talking about avoiding the process. We're talking about making the process as effective as possible by using the tools you have in the best way those tools can be used. And that has to do with your advice, that has to do with your training, that has to do with your application of all of the skills that you have. You can do it my way or the highway, or you can have softer, rounder approaches in order to get the results that you desire. Yeah, because it's your delivery. If your delivery shuts people down, they stop learning, they stop listening. So your approach has to be in such a way that A, they understand what you're saying. Because I've been to a lot of places where I hear people say things and I'm like, I have no clue what they just meant. I know what they said, but I'm not sure what they meant because I can't make a visual representation of that in my head of what that means. So the delivery becomes very, very important. And can you acknowledge when someone doesn't get it? And that's a huge point of rounding the edges. I don't think you understood what I said, so let me try to frame it in a different way. As opposed to louder. <laughs> that always helps. Slower and louder is not edge rounding. Okay? When you think about that, to be able to be flexible in your communication is to be able to be more effective and when we're talking about why we even use that terminology at all it has to do with how long do you want your impact to last and how well do you want it to be received and that has everything to do with whether you are communicating as a trainer with your dog or as a rider with your horse because the edges of your communication can spark a reaction that upsets you, that disappoints you. And as you begin to take responsibility for your application, for your ability to pre-plan, you may get results that you like better. Ooh, and I just thought of a another thing about rounding the edges because this is something I've seen going around on the internet in a, in a word porn kind of thing what they talk about and it's people learning to say no people learning to say I don't want to talk about that right now you know learning to say if something's bothering you and or someone's saying something to you and you don't want to go down that path rounding your edges in other words telling someone no i'm sorry but that's not a subject i want to talk about at this time that's rounding an edge uh, oh absolutely and it and it actually to create that you know uh, even further with the taping metaphor sometimes it's not gonna stick sometimes that circumstance if if we want to be specific you know, I, I hear people tell me, I've taped my dog six, seven times, and it, the tape just rolls right off. I've taped my horse, and it rolls right off. And you know what? 89% of the time, it's technique uh, and equal uh, 
which is not a showing my math skills, could be <laughs> the wrong tape for the situation. But that other 10 or 11% is the fact that it's just not the right technique or the right time. It's right after their shoshin, the horses or the dog is wet, or they are just chemically, you know, it, it, there is no good connection between the application you're attempting to do and to whom you are attempting to apply it. So to round your edge and say, not now, not that's not appropriate for me, has everything to do with knowing what effect you want to receive, not only what effect you are attempting to contribute to. So it's putting yourself in the shoes, literally, figuratively, or uh, the toe pads, uh, if it's a dog, so that you can apply the correct communication, apply the per correct meat, and apply the correct advice for afterwards. Because for some people, you must, you should, is as sharp an edge Ooh. as they've ever experienced. And you've heard us talk it's about the should edge. word. It's yeah. a serrated edge. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Uh, it'll go with shoveled and yeah. uh, tracted um, in my word list. Well, you know, there's, there's so much to taking a deeper look into how it is you do what you do. You know, how it is you create your application in your mind, body, and spiritual relationship to that which you are doing, whether it, you are an equestrian, whether you are a, um, a canine enthusiast or trainer, how are you applying your knowledge in a situation? And rounding your edges keeps you in control <laughs> and we know some people just love that one yeah they like to be in control if there are all the control freaks out there i want this round your edges <laughs> yeah. it, it is it is yes it's it's nice to be in control realizing that it's your behavior that you're controlling not the response to it so as you round your personal edges and take res personal responsibility, you can then influence the response that you're going to get in the physical world with physical tape and in the relationship community world with, you know, are you duct taping your relationships? <laughs> Is that how you get someone to stick to you? Um, and there's painful metaphors in that as well. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, I had a, what, the, what was my thought? I had a great thought and then it just slipped my mind. That will, that will happen. Um, and, and that's why. That was why, a good thought yeah, too. So, why, why and, that and go away? I'm, I'm sure a few of you have had that uh, derailing of your train of thought experience and too much rounding of my edges on that one. go with the flow though you know there is reasons why our minds drift off to something else and if we stick 
to oh no this has to I have to follow this tract and if I've lost it then you know oh that's it there's nothing else I can say it's not life that's that's not life what happens is <laughs> we'll go back to the taping metaphor sometimes it doesn't go as planned sometimes you tape the tail to the leg and you don't just move forward you stop take a look at the situation and reverse and undo and do things differently you know you have as dave said you have control and i'm sure he derailed when we talked about <laughs> control because uh, cuz it's all it's all I a delusion anyway scissors i wanted the yeah. scissors and your here we go for, for more metaphor in there you can cut or you can shape what's your intent yeah. and if you are cutting and you are guiding something into a pattern that's for you and not for them when you are providing the training or you're providing the ride or you're providing you know the care even if it's your companion animal you want that to be soft guidance if you want a relationship that can continue to grow and doesn't have those hard edged boundaries where it's my way or the highway yeah because your way or the highway is going to end in a in one way or the other it's going to end usually it's just going to end and painful usually yeah <laughs> especially when you have your 1200 pound animal that you know yeah people hand me you know they they say oh you want me to leave the lead rope and halter on i said yes i need a delusion of control <laughs> because if that 1200 pound animal decides it's going to leave it's going to leave whether i have a halter and lead rope or not I always say, have you trained them to sit and stay? <laughs> if they do not sit stay, uh, then I want a halter and a lead rope. And the alternative to that is when people say, do you want me to muzzle the dog? And 99.8% of the time the answer is, let's see what the relationship is. Let's not create an edge in the relationship between us before we've had a chance to meet each other. And so far, we have not needed muzzle on any dog that we've treated in order for them to have a positive experience. Yeah, because if they know they're getting that muzzle on, something that they don't like is gonna to happen to them. Yeah. So that automatically puts them in a predisposed yeah, mindset. Uh, nature, mindset. So that's not a great idea. That's not a great way to start. And we've had people, many people come and say, oh, I'll just put a muzzle on them. No, let's meet and greet. Let's say hello to the dog. Just like when we walk in with a horse, we say hello to the horse. It's, we've seen so many people walk in, just grab a hold of them, stick a needle in them or jab them with something. You know, that's, that's not saying hello. That's not an introduction. That's not, would you want someone to do that to you? Would you like your doctor to walk in your room and go, oh, I'm just gonna draw blood on you today. Boop. Uh, no, you wouldn't. You know, there's a certain amount of rounding the edges that happens, and that's part of the meet and greet and saying hello and introducing yourself and, and building that relationship from the very start. How do you want to, you want to build the relationship with, hey, I'm going to put a muzzle on you first. That's not building a relationship. That's building an adverse ad adversary. And it's a bit exactly of, of wanting to win in the relationship as opposed to serve. 
And when I think about rounding an edges, it means I have to have a plan. I have to pre-plan because that happens before I set that tape on the animal. And I have to have a strategy for how that's going to go. And I have to have a strategy for how it's going to come off as well. And all of that is part of being respectful to the process and it makes it easier on you because if you use this little, I've been Jiminy Cricket for a few people, I'm going to hope to add a few more to the list. If before you interact and interface with someone, whether they're a biped or a quadruped, you just ask yourself, how am I going to keep those edges round? You may be surprised at how creative you're going to be with the solutions to situations that may have been troubling. Yeah. So preparation with intent, designed by purpose, changes the relationship. In a very positive way. Rana, thank you for joining us today. Hope your edges stay round and we would love to hear from you with how you apply this in your daily life. Once again, Dr. Wendy Corin and Dr. Dave Lundquist. And this has been an Equiline podcast.